Welcome to the Culture Quarter with Adam Coleman. Adam Coleman owns and runs one of Ireland's only deliberately developmental organisations. At the time of launching HRLocker, Adam did not realise what a DDO was. But after having created his ideal company culture, a friend and consultant from a major firm in Ireland informed him that he had indeed just created one. Adam had crafted his ideal work culture for himself, his family and his employees at HRLocker. We at HRLocker have persuaded Adam to finally document and record his lessons learned so that he can inspire and guide other business leaders so that they can build their dream company culture. Welcome to the Culture Quarter with Adam Coleman. How do HR consultancies typically and historically actually make money or generate revenue? Yeah, I can I can talk about this from experience as well as practice, because um, when I left uh, O2 in the UK, I returned to Ireland and I set up a HR consultancy. And um, HR consultancies are very varied. Um, there's some that are pure to their title, where they provide HR consulting work, uh, where they go in and do projects. They might even take on some retained business, but they mostly don't do recruitment. You get another type then that do re- lead with recruitment and um, and then basically do a little bit of HR consultancy, which is very rare, right? Um, and then you get ones that are, let us call them leadership um, consultancy focused, where they're actually um, where they're actually building competency-based frameworks. They're working with the leadership teams. They're using psychometric profiles to do all that sort of stuff. So, so it's all project work. So you get a combination of all of them. And then you also get what normally happens is, is that somebody goes to a, a, a scenario where they have, they become a HR manager somewhere and um, they may decide to take some time out. Um, it can be after children, for instance, because 70% of the HR managers, right, people in the HR profession are women. So I'm not being sexist by saying this. And you get a lot of them coming back into the workplace and setting up HR consultancies. And they start, some of them start off doing like three days a week uh, with a couple of a couple of companies and then other uh, other um, that set up in that way, sometimes mushroom into very full blown business consulting and, and the likes. Um, and then, of course, you have the HR consultants at the higher end, basically, who are normally nailed to the top four or six accountancy firms and you get a couple of other ones that are special so you get an array of them but how do they make their money um day rate um project rate um they don't normally work on enough full no fee basis that only really happens in the recruitment world uh, um and it's normally on a project by project basis Okay, and and have those revenue streams that the consultancies generate have they changed a lot in recent years, or have they always kind of been that way? Well, they're they're always that way, but you see, there's also consultancy projects that come out through, we'll say, tenders.ie or the government tenders or whatever. So there's there's lots of different ones. So like I did some work when I came back from the UK with a company called OMT Open Management Training, and what they used to do is they would do maybe. 12 tenders a week based around various things 
and then they would um, recruit associates or have their own in-house people to deliver against those consultancy um, arrangements. The ones that are coming from the governments and stuff can be up to two, three-year deals. But then you get your standard HR consultancy that is is uh, working in the SME market, for instance. And they may be doing everything from helping companies with contracts, with difficult employees, LRCs, you know, um, all that sort of good stuff, writing handbooks, updating contracts, mm-hmm. a lot of manual administrative work. Yeah. And that's and they, they could charge for anything from a thousand euros for a handbook up to two and a half thousand euros for a handbook is the last I remember. Now, people have probably come back after this podcast. Am I underselling it? Well, that, that was my uh, little uh, finger in the ear in regards to what they're charging now, because we used to charge for them. OK, brilliant. And then on the tech side, how can tech help these HR consultancy practices uh, to, to grow? Well, it's two elements. In, in the smaller ones, it can help them to manage better. And you probably know what our MTP is. It's our massive transformational purpose is to make life and work easier for both employer, employee. And we should add in an HR consultancy there as well, mm-hmm. you know, by allowing the client to take control over their own data, but also giving me a window into the client's data that can help me um, develop a better relationship and deliver a better ROI for the customer. My God, that's a big MTP. But anyway, um, it's a HR Locker MTP extended. Um, mm-hmm. But um, so if a HR consultant basically um, is offering a, a pure HR consultancy, retained-based service, then they should be working with clients X number of hours, days, weeks, a month, and costed out that way and signed up, etc. Now, part of that could be going in there, working with them to actually uh, automate their people management processes. HR Locker is a classic example for that, as are lots of other platforms. But what you can also do if you develop a relationship with the likes of HR Locker, if we can help you turn that project-based business into retained-based business. And if with agreement with the client, it can give you access to the data of, of that client from anywhere in a secure way. So basically, if that client wants to run reports on X, Y, and Z, you could become their their chosen administrator of how HR Locker works. You have access to all the reporting and data, and then you can support your client in a way better way going forward. And do you know what? You can charge them more for it. But not only that, you can also basically benefit from the partner program that we would have, where you get, um, if you're on a retained basis, you get 20% of the the um, license year on year, as long as you're retained with the client. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, so, but- so it allows you to basically create another revenue stream. It makes life easier for you because it actually gives you an opportunity to offer a better service to your clients because you can access their data, you can run reports, you can be more consultative as opposed to reactive. Absolutely. And that, and that's what sells. Brilliant. And that leads on nicely to, to my next question around that is, can these HR consultancy practices profit from partnering uh, with, with the right tech platforms? Oh, for sure. Like what we do is we've about three or four different grades of partner. We once we just refer things to us, you know, that's fine. We qualify them out, make sure that they're referring in the right area and we talk with them and they might get a referral fee. The ones who actually want to engage with us and want to work it into their business as part of their strategic plan, their strategic growth and their strategic profits. 
we sit down with them and we work through a pattern what we're going to do we um on on the basis of certain successes then we start committing money to marketing with them etc so we develop a really really firm partnership with them brilliant so where or i suppose how uh, should a hr consultancy practice out there get started when when looking for other revenue streams like this well having done it myself it's really really hard because most hr consultants particularly when they're starting out they love the consulting element but a lot of them dislike the business development element okay so therefore that puts them in a what i call a stop start situation oh i've got some work and off you go and you do the work and then the work finishes and you go oh i have to go looking for more work and that's no way to run a business. It could be a way to run a lifestyle business. That's fine. But if you're actually looking to progress your business, it's not really a good way to do it. Um, what you need to do is you need to have constant work coming in. And if I turn around to you and said, look, in two years time, if you're working with us in HR Locker, you can probably look at your forecast from the beginning of the year and you can probably say, do you know what? I'm guaranteed X number of revenue this year. And it's a great starter. While in consultancies, who work from project to project, it's very difficult to do that. Every day is a blue skies day. Brilliant. Just a, I'm just going to throw in a little question I thought of there. Um, so uh, so the HR consultancies are partnering with a platform like HR Locker and referring clients into the HR Locker platform. Yes. Is, is, are there partnership scenarios with HR consultancy practices where the software platform like HR Locker will actually refer clients back out yes. to them? Yes, and um, it is. And that's where we want to get to. Um, but I'm not comfortable enough that we have enough HR consultants to be able to cover the support that will be required when we do that reach out. So what we've been doing in the last year or so, we've been shoring up and any, any referrals that come to us now like that, because what we do in HR Locker, we all offer them what we call first call HR support. And this is if they're normally small companies. What that basically means is I'm in the duty over something. I need to call somebody They call us up. We get very few calls, I'll be honest with you, but uh, every call we, we take up, we probably solve the call within 30 seconds on the phone um, with them uh, or give them the advice 30 seconds on the phone. And it's, it's, it's never it's never difficult. But what happens sometimes if, it, if they come and say to us, which has happened, we have this problem. We say, OK, we take the call. We know what it's about. And then we look at the HR consultants that we work with. And very, very recently we had one that was around a succession thing. It was a, it was a business. Um, they Actually, they weren't a client of us at the time, but they called us up and they said, look, we want to uh, look at succession planning within our business to our family. So we went to one of our HR consultants that we knew who had done this before and referred them straight to them. And we don't take any money from that in any way, shape or form. What we do is the, the consultant then can go and charge what they want. But obviously, the referee will come back to us if they start trying to pull their eyes out in any way, shape or form from on a pricing. And we can they'll come back and look for another recommendation. So it's a fairly good. Um, it's a fairly good open marketplace. Yeah, you know, um, and, and it's getting better. We have some bigger HR consultancies that we, we you know, that we we do referrals with at the moment. It's quite successful. They 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 basically did. They know our system. Um, they will refer to us. We try to convert the client and then basically we try and pull them back in on the other side. But a lot sometimes they're so um, they're so focused on their own revenues. They don't see this additional revenue as 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 uh, add ons. And, and we don't get into sort of uh, working with their salespeople on how they might introduce HR Locker. 
but um yeah it's 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 an interesting one and it's one that we're i'd say on 10 being expert at it we're probably at a four and a half but up from a two okay. in the last three to four months since we actually rebranded this whole area of our business modern workplace and the whole concept of modern workplace is that your it how your people are treated where your employee data is and the consultative measures around around it all lead to digital transformation and you get a hr consultant in the middle of this with our product and maybe even some microsoft involvement if it's if it's a bigger scenario from a reporting perspective and you have a hr consultants um dream situation where they're not only bringing in the systems they're knowing where they're coming from they're knowing how it's at and all they have to do is interface with the clients employees brilliant um so the the hr consultancy partnering with the tech platform obviously uh sounds like a very successful um endeavor for both parties but yeah is, is it also do you feel in the best interest um and of benefit to the customers and the end clients also oh 100 like what you're talking about is you're you're, you're bringing in three or four, and I hate using the term experts, leaders in their field to solve your solution. And, and you're doing it in a very cost-effective way that things can be up and running very quickly. And it covers all angles. It call, covers, you know, um, uh, the basics, you know, are we compliant? You know, it covers, you know, how we're going to automate our employee workforce going forward. It can dictate how we manage our complete remote, hybrid, or in-office company, mm. you know, and there's so many things it can do, and it's so many problems they can it can solve, and it's, it's not that difficult, but it has to be an engagement between the client, the systems provider, sometimes Microsoft, and the HR consultant, mm -hmm. because a lot of times people will come to us and say, <clears throat> we'd love to have HR lockup, but we just don't have the resource in-house to, to keep it going. Voila, HR consultant. You know, yeah, yeah. not only are they administering your system, but they're also giving you advice and other stuff and adding massive value to your business. Mm -hmm. Like when I started my HR consultancy, the reason that we got involved in HR Locker and took it to this stage was I wanted to I wanted to basically provide a service to my clients, but I wanted to be able to look at a platform that I could actually automate it. Yeah. And if HR Locker was around when I was actually um, starting out as a consultant, I would have bit your arm off for it for a relationship. Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. Something's popping to mind as well is that the uh, if I'm the end client and let's say I don't need as much consultancy as I did six months ago, if that uh, con consultant kind of, um, kind of exits the relationship, then at least I do have the platform where all of my data and everything has been centralized and I can yeah. go from there. So I don't actually lose anything. Well, the, the purpose, and I think a lot of HR consultants uh, forget this, if, you, if you're a HR consultant and you're working on a retainer with a client, your job really is to is to make that business as efficient as possible from an employee management and recruitment perspective, right? Mm -hmm. And and the other part of your job is to train those in-house managers to be able to do it for themselves. So what you're ideally doing is doing yourself out of a job over a four-year period. Mm -hmm. But if you contain, continue to have access to their data, uh, and you and you have access to how they work. You can go to a different level of advisory and maintain basically the retainer through HR Locker and any other additional services that you're doing going down the line. 
it's it just makes a complete sense, you know. So the HR Locker is in a place at the moment uh, to accept new kind of partnership offers, or what's the oh scenario? for sure. If if anybody has any interest in this in this area, if they just uh, email Modern Workplace, spelled M O M O D E R N Workplace W R K P L A C E at hrlocker.com and um, and just drop us an email and we'd be delighted to have a conversation with them. Adam, thanks for your time. Thank you. Cheers.